Maya Maru was attacked by a wild elephant as she walked to collect water in Odisha, Maya, who my god, district, India, somewhere in India. Where's my buttons at? Clap it. This is one of my favorite segments. This is uh, the things we forgot to tell you last week. Um, I'm going to try something new this week. I'm going to try and sample out each one of these clips into their own individual stories and see how they do. Maybe for two or three weeks. It's going to be a little bit of work, but I'm up to the challenge. I think I have a pretty good flow. So let's get into it. Uh, Volunteer Firefire Company in Delaware. (laughs) Company Delaware County disbanded after racial slurs allegations. Um, A volunteer fire company in Delaware County has disbanded months after it was suspended when another fire company alleged they heard members using racial slurs and disparaging black residents in the virtual meeting. This is such a boomer move because the question really has to be is like, how do you not know? how all this social media stuff works yet. Like racist social media has been owning racial pe- racist people for the longest and it's and it'll never and it'll never stop because for what it's worth, people don't know how to control themselves. They can't help themselves, right? So any chance they get to expose themselves, they will. And more power to them. Like I, I feel no sympathy here for these this fire company. And kudos on the fire company that actually spoke up and said something about this. Because without them saying anything, they would have been allowed to like you know, <laughs> just go on, assuming that this was okay. This was this was cool. This was acceptable. Um, I just shared the tweet of the podcast. So if you guys want to share a tweet that you guys are watching at Denny Booth, you know that'd be cool. No pressure no pressure it's just me and you right now so no pressure um but let's get into this one firefighter alleged to have mocked the name the name of an eight-year-old black girl fanta fantana fatana that's a hard ass name hold on say it to me fantability fantability who was killed by police gunfire in sharon hills last summer so not even like tasteful jokes like i could get if they were just piling around and being you know being being a basic racist but they're being a vindictive racist like there's already salt in the wound a young eight-year-old girl loses her life to police violence or the result of police violence or the amalgamation of police existence and they can't help themselves but to punch down at a little eight-year-old girl they don't They don't deserve, man. A lot of people always ask me, like, Hero, like, you seem to take, you seem to take sides and stuff like that. And I always tell people, like, it's easy for me to say this. I'm always going to trust a black person over any other race. Because whatever they do to me as a black person, I know it's not because I'm black. It's because of greed. It's because of vengeance. It's because of hate. But it's not because I'm black. And there's a part of me that really hopes that I never have to direct, like, come into contact with this. And for all the times that I have come into contact with racism, I've I've punched people in the face for less. 
Speaking of racist, uh, Jack Del Rio issues an apology to team. January 6th comments became distraction to the commanders, Ron Rivera says. I will, I'm going to say a few things here. One, Ron Rivera, you're a man of, you're a man of high standards. Um, he also fined uh, Jack Del Rio, but let's get into it. Commanders coach Ron Rivera said issues with defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio Comments surrounding the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol wasn't about his right for free speech, but about <laughs> but how his comments affect the team. Damn, this is about the impact on the team and the and the distraction it became. Rivera said in a Tuesday morning press conference, Rivera fined Del Rio one hundred thousand dollars for his comments, which included Del Rio calling the incident. A dust up. Could you imagine being so white that you saw a bunch of people storm the Capitol and and the and you two five people died, one a civilian, multiple officers were injured, and that's a dust up to you. Rivera spoke to the team Tuesday and held a side conversation with individual players. Rivera deemed Del Rio. As being very open, very, uh, what the fuck? Forthright, very contrite, and apologized. You know, it, what a dumb statement to make. Like, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure of the percentage of black people on the commander's team, but you're, you're currently coaching on a team that just a few years ago was, had, was known as a racial slur. And you, a white man, or a white man passing, out here talking reckless. Rivera added, We've, we have to understand that we, when, do, when we do things like this, it impacts the community as well. We got to make sure the community understands that we understand and we get it. That is important. So this is really about taking accountability and holding ourselves accountable. Hey, shout out to Ron Rivera. That's... That's that's the that's all you can ask for. But it's crazy because the full statement of his comments was in line with uh, something along the lines that the Black Lives Matter protest. What were the difference between the Black Lives Matter protest and the January 6th thing? And this is something that a lot of white Republican racist talking points were made year like back in 2021. That was such a 2021 talking point. So to hear it now today is like, man. He really lives in an echo chamber where he has no, he has, this is the only time he comes into contact with black people. This is the only time he ever asks black people how they're doing. This is the only time he's ever going to ask black people, how was their day? Because he doesn't come in contact with them. And this is a prime example how your proximity to black people does not give you an insight to black people's lives. He is used to seeing a bunch of rich black people with more money than him live a very frugal and cool life. So his assumption is that all black people can't be struggling, that those black people on the streets are different than the ones that training him. I'm here to tell you, an officer pulls over this guy or the guy next to him, they don't see the commander jersey. They just see a black guy. Supreme Court hobbles challenges by inmate based on poor legal representation. This is a very shocking article to read because it's true. It's 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 one of those things where it's like, could you imagine being in jail? There are, there are many people, 16% of people on death row who are black 
are found innocent after the fact. That means that our government, which is notorious for never share, never equally distributing anything, right? Our, 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 our established horrific government that has never just been good at getting people to, I don't know, be okay with an unjust justice system is going to say that, hey, if you do manage to find a way of correcting us on the federal level, we're not going to acknowledge any new evidence. That's what this is basically all about. The Supreme Court basically ruling that new evidence cannot be used if in an appeal if it wasn't part of the foundational evidence. Not even to talk about like the, the leaps and bounds that have happened in the last 10 years with evidence and trace analysis and data analysis. A lot of people wouldn't be free right now if it wasn't for DNA evidence. They used to send people to jail for having teeth marks in bitings, in teeth marks in sandwiches, and compare those to um, teeth marks in a victim. They used to send people to jail for comparing hair hair follicle analysis. And they, when given to an expert, he couldn't discern the difference between a black woman's hair and a black sheep's. A, a wool, a, a black sheep's hair follicle. It's it's madness, and it's one of those things where it's just like all they're trying to do is prevent inmates from suing the government. It's greed. It's money. It's because of money that they're not going to let just do this. But you know what? The Supreme Court, the Supreme Court has no problem asking for money when it comes to their lives, because the House passes Supreme Court security bill after weeks of Dems obstruction and this is the part this is the part that is like mind-boggling to me the democrats will sit here and tell us we can't get any laws or any legislation passed how did this get passed in the house how did this get passed who jumped ship to help the supreme court that is currently trying to rip up roe v wade why do they why does the Supreme Court feel they need protection from the people if they're doing their job? The, and this is like this is the weak intoxicating thing about like and this is why I've never been a team player. This is why I don't like group activities. This is why I don't like working with other people because when it comes down to it people when the when the it's time for your balls to hit the pavement, people not going to let their nuts drag. Why are we so soft and submissive as Democrats? It's crazy to me that this was something that Mitch McConnell, the racist turtle, said on a stand. And less than a week later, is passing the House. The Senate passed this bill by voice vote, by voice vote, May 9th, amid threats to justice after leaks of draft opinion indicating the court could overturn Roe v. Wade, which might be coming down tomorrow. The bill initially sponsored by Senator John Corny and Chris Coons, a Democrat, it's just crazy, but I mean, it's, it's in the name, right? It's just like, and this is like what I'm saying, healthcare bills, gun reform bills, you know, all those other bills, oh, we can't pass them. But this passed in less than a week. Do I think the Supreme Court deserves to have extra security? No. Fuck them. Um, but you want to know a group of people who wish they could probably have their faces taken off the internet? 
Police named 31, 31 members of oh hey clap it we got we got the booth boss in there clap it. Know what Twitch did? Maybe if you bought a, a, a subscription, maybe you would know when when the show is live. Now, I'm just saying, you know, just putting it out there. Maybe you need to do more work. You feel me? Um, police named 31 of the Patriot Front Little Army arrested for plan to riot at Idaho Pride event. Okay. So I want you to take a look at all these people. This is the leader. He's from Texas. Seven of these people are none of these people are from Idaho. All of these people left their their state and traveled in in our current gas. Like think of what gas gas is ten dollars right now in California. And these people got in their cars, their Jeeps, their whatever, and drove to Idaho. I if you show me a map of America right now, I could not point out a whole other map. They found this, they drove there, and they were prepared to harass a bunch of gay people for just being gay. These gay people didn't uh, didn't do anything to them first. They were just minding their own goddamn business, and these people got into their car. These racist sons of bitches got in their cars and said, we're going to go terrorize gay people because... Of what? And I want you, and the reason why I enjoy looking at this picture on several fronts is just it gives off a hang of American flag in my front lawn vibes, right? And I don't want you guys to think for one second we're not going to go through each one of them and get their names while we're at it, right? I want you to, they give off I hang white flags in my, I, I hang, I hang American flags in my, in my front office, and that's okay. Like this dude is from Utah. This dude's from Utah, Washington, Texas. Like, he, look at that look on his face. Look at those salami, pepperoni-ass lips. You just know he's a psychopath, right? You just know he's a psychopath. What is this dude doing? He came from Colorado, Utah. Okay, I, I'm noticing a trend here. There's a lot of Mormon people from here. This dude came from Arkansas. And I want you to understand, like, there's, you can't identify a racist by their, just by their, their, their skin color or their look. To be, to be racist, you can truly hide that factor of yourself. And that's something that's baffling me. You could have kept that shit to yourself. But you decided to put it out there, and now everyone knows. Colorado. This is a dude from Illinois. 23, like, how, you're 23 years old and you're worried about gay pride? In Idaho? Another Texas dude? Washington? South Dakota? You look like you've been to jail before. And you're going back 40. Like you're 40 years old, bro. You're seven years older than me. And you look like this? That's tragic. That's truly tragic. Um... Utah, 27. Texas. Washington, Texas. Yeah, he got the haircut. He looked like one of them. Oregon. Okay, neckbeard. His name's Buster. 
Wagner, Missouri, Colorado, Utah. Oh, there was one Idaho person. Good for Idaho. Texas, Washington, Texas. This is the this is the ringleader. Tell me he doesn't look like he has sex with a VCR. He's 23? Oh wow. See racism ages you, man. Man, racism really does age you. Y'all got to let that hate go. I you, you can't, how do you not like black people? That's just weird to me. Yeah, there's another Idaho person. Anyway, I just want to make sure that everyone saw their faces. I didn't want them to think that this was just going to be a splash shot. Now, we know your names, we know your faces, and we know where you live now. So, get fucked. You feel me? Clap it. Fuck it. You know who we are. Okay, I want to have a quick conversation about Nick Cannon. Because apparently he's having, I believe, his 10th baby. Uh, pregnant 31 year old model shares graphic via her Instagram story California native 41 year old mass singer host Cannon is already the father of twins and Mariah 11 something 5 so how many kids I think he has 10 kids I, I just want to there's just a few things that are really disturbing about this situation um, one, uh, Nick Cannon is this self-proclaimed brother of the community and, and wants to see our people prosper. How is you having 10 kids, like, how is you creating, if you're staying with one of them, nine fatherless households considered to be constructive to the black community? This is borderline kind of weird. And this is weird because he might have the money, and might is a strong word. He might have the money to, per, uh, you know, guarantee the health of these kids and give the kids a financial lifestyle they want. But we know that nearly, almost all trauma starts with the broken household. So you need to have some type of parental figures, whether it's a same sex, uh, there just needs to be two people there, apparently. Two people there to help raise this kid. And it's amazing to me that this nuance about raising our children has escaped him in the process of him having multiple children. It's very weird. It's very, it's, it's almost, it made me question why Nick Cannon is doing this. And I'm going to put on my, my, my tin hat right now. I, I was wondering, what would make someone want to have so many kids in, in such a short span of each other? Almost to imply that he wants to make sure all of them are at least the age of 18 by the time he hits the age of 60. Because he's currently 41. And then I realized something. Doesn't Nick Cannon have lupus? Yeah. He hit his 10-year anniversary. And in another 10 years is when the side effects of lupus really start to take a prominent effect on lupus victims. And for all you don't know, lupus is an autoimmune disease of the sorts, I believe. I'm not even really sure. But the key principle of lupus is two things. One, it causes organ failure. 
And the two primary organs that will shut down, especially given for the demographic, which is he's a black African-American male, are the kidneys and liver. And you want to know which organs are the most difficult for an African-American male with a degenerative disorder to get a transplant for is going to be a pair of kidneys and some lungs. I mean, and some in a liver. But it's a lot easier if you have kids that you can ask to give them some and hopefully a lot of them will have matching blood. So while this is a fucking conspiracy theory out of left field, it doesn't this doesn't escape me that this is a possibility. And if and in 10, 20 years, if we hear a story about Nick Cannon getting an organ transplant from one of his children, just know you heard it here first, everybody. Clap it. I just, I just hate the fact that this dude is always talking about the black community needs to do this. And here you are having nine fatherless children. Get fucked. Um, I'm eager to know the border agents. Okay, so this was something else that happened throughout the week that was kind of weird to me. But the, basically, the border agents in America with, have now been given the ability to basically, within 100 miles of um, a border go into any house and search any house and arrest anybody uh, as it pertains to border security. And this was allowed to them by the the Supreme Court, which has just been on a tangent lately. And I just want you to take a, a, a look at this map that shows the cities within 100 miles, you know, Chicago, Milwaukee, Houston, L.A., San Fran, Washington, D.C. Every major city is within the border 100 miles a border, maybe giving it a discount for Dallas, Oklahoma, but who cares about those places? The thing that's really concerning about this is that we can't hold them accountable for anything. So they could literally break into your house, ransack your place, leave it trashed, and because of qualified immunity, they'll get away with it. And if there is, and if they do happen to tread on your amendments, you can't sue them directly now. So once again, it comes down to money. The Supreme Court is making it impossible for the government to pay out citizens for the government treading on the citizens' freedoms, rights, and amendments. And we and and this is something that Republicans were praying to get this this Republican leaning court, Supreme Court, and it does it is yet to benefit them. It is yet to benefit anybody who voted Republican. And that's okay. And if your whole goal was to stop uh Stop a uh, Roe v. Wade. Congratulations. How does this help you? Why can't we hold the people who break the law accountable? During this past weekend, there was a great uh, protest throughout the country. Protect the kids, not guns. March for our lives rally draws thousands in D.C., Florida, Nevada and across the U.S. Uh, the March for Our Lives was founded by teens who survived the 2018 made uh, Marjorie, Ta- Marjorie Stone Stoneman Douglas High School shooting that killed 17 people in Parkland, Florida. That's crazy. The Parkland, Florida, there were 17 kids that were killed. So that means, damn, so that means the Uvalde one trumped that. Sheesh. About 40,000 people rallied under gray skies in light rain in Washington, D.C., according to organizers in Kentucky, Louisiana, Louisville Mayor Greg Fisher told crowd that gun violence must stop and it can stop 
there's this argument and debate that's going on right now that there's nothing we can do about gun violence. Like that that's just that's just how it has to be. And it's kind of mind boggling. It's really sad more than anything because people care that much about guns, that much more about guns than they actually do the lives of people. And I say this all the time. If guns were if if you want to know if something's dangerous, just wait, look for how the government tries to regulate it. It is crazy in 2021 and 2022, there has been more regulations for voting and more skepticism about voting than there has been about guns. Because to be honest, politicians don't think guns can touch them. And they can't because everywhere a politician is, there's some level of security that the average person is just not going to be able to breach unless you're just a person on a mission. But your ability to vote them out and your ability to vote uh, in the interest of the people over the politicians and their lobbyists can cause them great harm. And that is why they put so many rules to prevent you from voting. That's why they make it almost impossible. That's why there's all these sanctions and all these rules and all these things. And it seems boring because it's easy to deflect when it's no one's paying attention, right? No one's going to pay attention to that as long as there's a pseudo thing about someone trying to take your guns. There's a world in there's a there's a story in this world where people are more willing to give up their rights than their guns. And that's crazy to me. That's mind boggling to me. But that's what's happening here. Some good news. Chicago officer resigns after video shows physical struggle with woman walking her dog. This was a story back in uh, August that happened last year where a woman was walking her dog in a park. And this is the little gift of it. And I just want to say a few things. One, ladies, get yourself a real dog, okay? Get yourself a real dog because this dog isn't really sure what's going on. This dog has no idea how to protect his owner. Yeah, this dog is cute and he's all cuddly, but look at what's happening to you right now. Check you out on this camera feed right here. This dog is literally thinking, oh, we're playing a game here? Is is this, is what's the game called? I'm interested. I want to engage. Get yourself a real dog because I guarantee you if she was walking with a German Shepherd, this officer would have thought twice about rolling up on her. And for the record, let the story show that this nimwit walked up to Miss Brown after instructing her that the park was closed and that she needed to get her dog and leave while approaching her in an aggressive manner. While she was approaching, while he, he was while this was going on, she made a comment saying, no problem, she's leaving, she's on her way out, to which he said, I don't need you to talk back, to which she then sucked her teeth because you're not about to talk to no black woman like that. And he then forcibly tried to grab at her and she said, back up off me, this is COVID time. So he's not wearing a mask, he's being aggressive, he's being over, but do you want to know something that's crazy about this video? And that just makes it a blatant example of racial bias in our justice system. Who do you think recorded that video? Another person in the park that was supposed to be closed. In fact, there were several people there who witnessed the altercation. They were all white and that made it all right. So that means this dude selectively picked the one single black person in the park and chose to attack her. He has now since resigned. He should have been fired. Uh, based because he resigned, he sh that means he's going to get his pension and his other bullshit like that. And it's just disgusting because he doesn't deserve any of that. That's our taxpaying dollars paying a racist. 
And then our taxpayer dollars are going to have to go to paying her for being assaulted. And somehow, some way, this fucking little ass dog is going to benefit from all this fucking racism, even though he was unable to protect his owner. I hate pets to start with, but this is one of the worst type of pet. I would have punted this dog across the fucking lake. Um, woman who wrote an essay on how to murder a husband sentenced to life for murdering her husband. Roe would Roe wouldn't have stood a chance, Navi. Roe would have ran scared and peed on peed on the side of the road. Roe was afraid of me. I I don't know what else I'm supposed to add to this, but um I wonder if the book is as good as the real thing. Cause you know a lot of people make that comparisons that the movie is never as good as the, the book. So the book must have been amazing, but I just thought I had to put this out there. Nafi, get ready. Get in the Discord. Um, a man had his AR-15 style rifle stolen at gunpoint. He then used a second gun to open fire on the robbers. And the things that he doesn't mention here is that he missed all his shots and he ended up hitting two innocent bystanders. And instead of him, you know, maybe doing the decent thing and calling police, he decided to flee the scene. And it was another person who then saw this altercation, who then shot and actually stopped the original thieves. So I'm just going to say this. More guns do not make things better. Two, bullets don't have magical name tags attached to them. There's no way of determining who's going to get shot once you pull that trigger. And three, for the love of everything that is good, please take away all guns. Uh, the American population is just not equipped to handle guns. We're just not. Uh, some bullet points from this story. He used he, he, he used it to open fire accused, <laughs> on the accused robber. Police said in a shootout ensued. A man who was open carrying an AR style 15 in Missouri supermarket had his firearm stolen at gunpoint. How? Okay, so you have the rifle on you. Someone holds you up. So, oh my goodness. And he probably thought he was about to John Woo that shit. Get fucked. It's, this is a madness story. Um, This is a very interesting piece of. Uh, news though with all the courts ruling and all this nonsense there's actually a ruling that's going in the favor of some people in um hold on uh here we go in other news race a factor in interpreting interpreting police stops courts rule this is a great ruling that's happening in the favor of race relations as it pertains to police interactions with people of color race should be considered in determining the legitimacy legitimately of a police stop according to a new court ruling police handle stops differently for minorities than for white people. The Washington Supreme Court ruled on Thursday in a case involving Asian Pacific Islanders, a man approached by police in Tacoma in 2019. Now, I want you to understand something, and this was something that was just mind-boggling to me. It took an Asian man having his rights trampled on 
for anybody to benefit from this. The court system in this ruling has made is racism clear. And it's crazy to me that they still had the goals to say we're doing something to help minorities. Yeah, I get it. Asian people are minorities, but they are not they are not viewed as minorities like black people are in this country. But basically, if you feel your stop was not is racially motivated and you haven't committed a crime and you leave, this court has set the precedent for you to leave and not bear any consequences of that. And if they do trample on your rights, you now have a legal obligation to sue them. It's giving you it's taking away their qualified immunity. My advice to you is not to run because dead people tell no tales. And I, you better believe a cop will shoot you in the back of the head while you're on your belly and your arms are behind your back. And if they won't shoot you, they'll choke you out. Um, there's a part of me that wants to live in a world where I can receive head while driving a vehicle that is so good that I will head on collision a FedEx truck. Um, because that's what happened in this story. And I think it's pretty self-explanatory. The image, there's nothing interesting about the story. I just want to let this image speak for itself. And if, if the, oh, thank God. It let me blow this image up. Can y'all see this? The way I want y'all to see this perfect. All right. There's so many interesting things going on. One, this champ right here who literally was giving head upon impact. Look at that, that accident. Look at that accident. Her head was down there. And her throat, her jaw, and probably a few of her front teeth are now missing because of her heroic uh, acts. Two, I just want to let this, let it be known that this guy is a champ. <laughs> I don't know if his junk is still attached or not. I don't know if one of his balls is like in her throat. But the simple fact that, you know, pants still down. It's just a magical thing. And then the two FedEx drivers getting no love, getting no love whatsoever. This is a great, this is just the embodiment of the, the world right now. This is just what the world is, at least in America. Um, I do want to throw some shade out. Fox, okay, it seems like the whole Fox brand is really fucking disgusting. Because Fox Sports edited out the first pitch by a trans Jeopardy winner on Pride Day. And I don't know what the, like, it's Pride Month. And maybe Fox is just a, Fox in general is just a vile organization. Because there was no reason for them to cut this out. So, and kudos to the. The, the, the team on site for making the correction. Here I want to is. make a correction from what I watched yesterday, the Fox broadcast. The broadcast implied that Kurt Busch threw out the first pitch yesterday, which was not true of NASCAR fame. Kurt Busch threw out the first pitch on Thursday. It was Amy Snyder from Jeopardy fame who threw out the first pitch on on Friday yesterday, so I just wanted to make sure that she got her due. And that's a that's a class act move by the broadcasters who I, I just don't understand why. What is this unfiltered, un like this pettiness that we it, I, we get it? It's but it's it's got to be exhausting, right? To make an effort 
Like you paid all this money to get this person. She's getting the notoriety that she deserves and you block it out. How, like, why is Fox Fox as an entity allowed to be on the news? Like, that's a real thing we have to ask ourselves. Like, sport, like, why do sporting events, like, if the Giants and whatnot don't allow this to continue happening, why are, like, why are we allowing them to host games and stuff like this? They don't need to be a form of media. We ingest like they're just not reliable you did like even from a stance of like politics they didn't host the first night of the police of the of the january 6th hearing because literally their broadcasters were being implicated in the hearing for emailing and texting between the trump administration while the insurrection was going on it's madness it's pure madness Um, the Rolling Stones came out with an article about the 200 greatest hip hop albums of all time. And I have nothing to say about the order of the hip hop items. I have nothing to say about the numbers and the placement and who's even on this list. The only thing I have to say about this list is all of the rappers are black Nine of the authors are white. And I just randomly, and you you know, you can always tell a black person. And and, and I was proud of myself because Dwayne, yeah, he's black. But Charles, Jeff, Christopher, Rob. Why are white people speaking on shit that they don't understand? And don't get me wrong. They're not, a, they're, they're allowed to have an opinion. But to make a definitive greatest hip-hop albums of all time, that should be left to people who invoke hip-hop. Dare I say maybe the artist. But I, I just wanted to bring that up. And in the final story, an elephant kills a woman, then returns to funeral and tramples on her corpse. And this is an extremely sad story, but I have to know. What did this woman do to this elephant? Because this elephant was out for vengeance. An elephant that killed a woman in India returns to her funeral <coughs> and tramples on her corpse. Local police have said the seven year old woman. I'm not even going to try that name. Maya. Let me see. Because she, because because she died twice. Let's let's say her name. Maya Maru. Maya Maru was attacked by a wild elephant as she walked to collect water in Odisha, Maya, who, my God, district, India, somewhere in India. News and outlet print reported the elephant had strayed from the Damali Wildlife Sanctuary, which lies about 10 miles from the city. After the elephant attacked Marum, she was rushed to a hospital, but she says, but she succumbed to her injuries. Later, as a family member, yo, how did the how did the elephant know she was in the casket? That elephant had it out for her, yo. It approached the parry and grabbed the body. The elephant then trampled her body again. 
and threw it away before fleeing. The funeral was completed a few hours later. And that's the thing about a lot of these elephants. A lot of these elephants, whenever I whenever I see people go to like Indonesia and India and stuff like that to go take pictures with these elephants, I always say to myself, do you know that they're shocking, that they're they're torturing, they're stabbing these elephants to make them do tricks? You think that elephant wants to take a pose next to you? It's mind boggling that this is not more uh, uh, like known throughout the pop public, but. Stop going to these foreign countries and taking pictures with these these wild ass animals because those tigers you're sitting next to are literally being um, drugged, and those fucking horses and camels also they're having their mouths like any snake you've ever been around. They're having their mouths sewed shut. It's just weird. Like, and and we and we allow it. I don't know. It's weird. It's not something I'll never do. And this is why I don't go to zoos anymore. And that's why I'll never let my kid go to a zoo because it's basically torture and slavery. You know that thing they used to do to black people, but hey, clap it! You don't have to. You don't have to take my advice. You don't have to. You can do whatever you want because now you made it to the end show. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for being here. This is the things we forgot to tell you last week. Um, I'm like I said, I'm gonna try something new this weekend. Segment them out, but we'll see how long, how much work, and how long I'm gonna do that for. I uh, got a wedding to go to this this weekend. Um, but hey, I appreciate you guys being here. Let's get uh Nuffy out here ready to go. We're gonna be all be right back, okay? Stand, stand tight. Well, I'm a so icy veteran, a four year veteran. Standing wherever the smoke settling Whenever my feet settling Them cleats in the song Pick six to the crib Meet me in the end zone